Welcome to the Run Lift Mom podcast, where we're talking about running, lifting, and momming, not necessarily in that order. Today, we're squarely in the running category because this is a race recap. Every so often when I do a big race, I will come over here and do a recap for you, blog style, but I'm in your ear. It's audio. So let's talk about the Myrtle Beach Marathon, which I did over the weekend. And yo, I'm going to go ahead and spoil it. It was an awesome race. Now, if you are thinking, hold on, I have not heard Susie say at all that she was running this race, you would be right because I didn't know I was doing it until about three weeks prior to the actual race. I didn't necessarily have like trained up legs, um, but I would say that my legs were fresh for a race. Having come off a half marathon about a month prior, actually a really great time and a great race, so I knew like my aerobic engine was ready, but I need to point out that in February, I did train pretty specifically for a race. I wanted to earn a Boston qualifying time and I missed it by a long shot. It was a very, very bad race and that was my only marathon within the last year or so. I mean, you guys, I bombed it. So um, when this came on my radar, I was absolutely wanting to do it, but I also need to point out I am 10 pounds above what I thought my race weight was. Um, And I'm also injured. Straight up, I'm really injured. Um, I don't think it's quite compartment syndrome that like you need to drain or anything, but my Achilles, it is my right Achilles. And every time that I get into an overtraining scenario or I get sloppy with my form, that same, like it'll start to talk to me. Um, And it had been starting to do that for quite some time. I'm sleeping in the special sock. I'm using the medicated pain gel on it. I mean, it's pretty bad. One to 10, I would say it's about a seven at this point. And so on race day, though, it didn't bother me at all. I know I'm an idiot for going to the starting line knowingly with an injury, but um, I really wanted to race at the time of this recording. At the time of that race, it is 2021, and we haven't been able to race a lot. Races here where I am in North Carolina have started to open up right around December, and I have been pretty enthusiastically taking part in them, hence an overuse injury. But um, we were going to be with my folks who live on the coast of North Carolina, about 45 minutes away from Myrtle Beach. And guess what? I decided it was a good idea. So I drove down in the morning and I love that the Myrtle Beach Marathon allowed us to get our race bib. So our race bib has the chip timing on the back and they gave it to us beforehand. I didn't need to go to a packet pickup scenario or anything like that. I got to tell you, I can't remember if I paid an additional fee for this, but even outside of pandemic times, I think it's absolutely worth it. If you are a runner and you race frequently and your races allow you that option, I will tell you it saves you a ton of stress as well as time to go ahead and opt for it. So um, if you like having more time in your schedule and avoiding a crowded expo, great option. It's one that I had for this race. So that meant that I just drove down in the morning and I met up with some of my friends who are also doing this race. It was awesome. My foot was kind of nagging at me in the morning as I like walked to the car, packed up the car. I'm walking to the porta potties. I've got to tell you guys, it did not hurt at all. I'm telling you, the gun went off and it did not Hurt. If we are connected on social media, I'm at Runlift Mom Pod on Instagram. You have heard me say 
I believe it was God that took the pain away. And you guys, that is my story and I'm sticking to it. It did not bother me the entire time. Now, as soon as I cross that finish line and I'm walking around the finishers area, <laughs> yeah, it bothered me again. Right now, what I'm describing to you, like the morning like stages where you're getting ready for the race and whatnot, yeah, it was bothering me. It did not bother me during the race. I know, I know, it's bananas, but I really think God took that pain away. Nonetheless, we got started. This was organized by corrals and we did a graduated start. So I was in corral C. That meant corral A went, we waited a couple minutes, and then corral B went, we waited a couple minutes, and so on. And what this does is it allows runners to be separated, right? It's it's a large crowd of runners and we're still dealing with a pandemic, but it allows people to be separated to a degree. Masks were required in the starting and the finish area. It's pretty funny to thumb back through the race photos though, uh, because most people like as soon as they cross that finish line, boy, they ripped that mask right off. Kudos to the Myrtle Beach Marathon. Capstone Races is the organizer for this. You guys, they just did it fantastically. It's not easy to pull off different corrals, a graduated start, and pull off the course maintenance like they did. They even had hydration on the course. They did it and they did it beautifully. Now, I had some watch issues. <laughs> Definitely had some watch issues. I thought I hit start on my watch and I didn't. And I realized this about 2.2 miles in as I was speaking with my friend Bob. And as a side note, um, wow, when you're in the running community, you just meet amazing, amazing individuals. And Bob Weeks is someone who was finishing his 309th marathon that day. We have known one another in the Marathon Maniac and the 50 State Marathon Club circuit. He is so inspiring and running helped Bob get sober. And he goes around and he is on his fifth circuit of the 50 state marathon goal. Like he's run a marathon in all 50 states four different times and he's working on the fifth. And now he actually goes to his AA meetings in the different cities and states that he visits. He's a great ambassador for the sport. And if you're involved in running, you know, folks like this, it's amazing. And I just love celebrating these people. So anyway, I'm running with Bob and I realize, um, I never turn my watch on. It gets a little bit dicey and I'm doing math. I'm doing a lot of math on the course. I can see the pace that I'm going at in the moment, but I'm doing math like, okay, I started my watch somewhere around 2.2 miles and that mile marker just that, I mean, it was kind of crazy. And the later the miles get, the fuzzier I got with that. So, um, to be quite honest with you, I tossed it. I just tossed it out. Additionally, I was listening to uh, Peloton runs, the Peloton outdoor runs. I chose a handful of 45 minute and 30 minute runs that I wanted to do. It takes six Peloton uh, outdoor runs to equal a marathon, if you were ever curious, or my marathon. Um, but every time I would start that Peloton, my watch would go wonky again. So this is me saying I didn't really have a watch the entire race. But looking back at my splits per my bib with that chip, there are different points that you cross over. Um, I had a pretty even race running just below seven minute miles the entire time. Now here's what's really cool. In the later miles, I would say around mile 18 or something, <laughs> I passed the 3.30 pacer, i.e. this dude is pacing people who want to run a three hour and 30 minute race. Now, I turned 40 in August, meaning for the 2022 race, I will be 40 years old. So that means 3.40 
is my qualifying time. Now, this is an age up for me. <laughs> um, it's an age up year. So it's the only time that I can take advantage of being 39, but then qualifying at that 40-year-old time. So you need the qualifying time for the age you are going to be when the race takes place. And every once in a while, you'll get in a sweet spot like I am right now. And so I'm 39, aiming for that 3 40. Nonetheless, when I pass that 3.30 pacer, I'm like, wow, wow, I'm actually going to get this today. And here's the thing. I felt strong at that point, right? I was a little spooked in my head, like, wow, this is 3.30. This is well beyond my means. Friends, I thought I was going to run, maybe if I were lucky, a 3.35. And here I am passing the 3.30 guy. I remember Early on in my running career, I'm talking probably 15 years ago, I heard this advice from another marathon maniac. And he said, if you catch up to somebody in a race and you pass them, keep going, like pass them, keep going. If you caught up to them, that means you're running faster than they are. You're strong. Say something nice to them, but keep going. And so I've always remembered that. And sometimes when I will use other people as my targets, i.e. pick them up, pick them up, pick them up, put them down, put them down, put them down, and then catch up to somebody. I really make it a point to then continue on past that person and continue on. Don't pace with them. And you know what? That's what I did when I passed the three and a half hour uh, person. And so I was able to um, really extend the gap even more. I crossed the finish line with a 326 Oh, six. Amazing. Amazing. I feel like I have no business running that time. Now, was it my Nike Alpha Fly shoes? I don't know. Yeah. I think the shoes to a degree have the, that design that does in fact give somebody an extra few minutes. Um, word on the street and the rumor is the reason I bought those shoes uh, is that those shoes will give you an extra four or five minutes. Yes. Take it to the bank. I absolutely believe that they do. But then there's also that placebo effect, right? There's that mental, like, I know I'm in my fast shoes. <laughs> and I will say the whole time, like, I knew I was in my fast shoes. Um, so I think the combination of those two things absolutely helped. And then, guys, there's there's no explanation. <laughs> my weight is over. I didn't do any formal training. I'm injured. I I have diastasis recti. I still have a two. My abs are separated. I have no idea how I pulled it off, but I did pull off a 3.26.06, which is now my new marathon personal record. My fastest closest to this was in Eugene, Oregon. In 2011, I ran a 3.28.36, and that was in a season of life where I was doing like two workouts a day. I weighed 110 pounds, and I was eating all organic meat, fruits, vegetables. We lived in Alaska as I was training for that race. Um, and so that just kind of comes with the territory there. I mean, on paper, <laughs> this should not have been my best race, but it was, but it was. So I'm sharing this with you. Um, and I want to make a couple of points here. One, don't ever count yourself out. Don't count yourself out. It did not look good for me on paper, yet it is my personal record and a Boston qualification. The second takeaway that I want you to get from this is that 
You can't stay in that high moment for too long, just like you can't stay in the low moment for too long. This entire podcast episode is what my friends in the elite suite like to call a brag flag. Like this is going to be a 15 minute brag flag, you heard? Um, But I can't stay here for too long. I've got to get back out there. I've got to set new goals and this is awesome and I am celebrating it, but I can't be in the afterglow of a personal record for too long. Similarly, When I bombed Oak Island back in February, I can't stay in that for too long either, right? I've got to keep moving forward momentum. So that is my advice for you today and a lesson that the Myrtle Beach Marathon really showed me because I was there at the beginning just because I had bombed Oak Island and I didn't want to stay in that for too long. But now that I'm on the other side of it, I can't stay like in my celebration mode for too long either, right? There are peaks and valleys in running. The key is don't stay in either one for too long. Friends, you know I've got a race recap that you can read in the show notes. So click details or swipe up. You're going to see a lot of the same things that I just said here. You're also going to see some photos from the race. Thank you again to Capstone Races and the Myrtle Beach Marathon fantastic race, well-organized in a challenging time, definitely a flat, fast course. You've got some turns there, but if you are somebody listening and you're thinking about, okay, what's a race in the Southeast I could do and potentially also get a personal record or a Boston qualifying, I highly recommend this one. Thank you so much for listening. And until I get into your earpiece again, remember, for while bodily training is of some value, godliness is a value in every way as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. That's from 1 Timothy 4.8, and this has been the Run, Lift, Mom podcast. Are you tired of meal services that deliver directly to your door, but then cost you another hour to get the meal to the table or to prepare? You guys, my favorite new service is called Factor. Factor prepares and delivers fresh, never frozen, nutritious meals to your door. Their team of executive chefs and dietitians combine nutrition science to serve you, whether you're following a keto intake or you're working on those macros, you guys, they've got it. If you are a working mom or you're just looking for shortcuts for dinner, I want you to try out Factor. You can go to runliftmompod.com slash factor to check this out. I've also got a coupon for you. When you go to runliftmompod.com slash factor, you can enter in Factor 2020 to save $25 off your first week of orders. Thank you for listening to Run Lift Mom. I am so excited to offer a special discount to listeners of this show, and you're not going to find it anywhere else, so commit it to memory. Use the discount code RLM at checkout on my Alouette site to receive 15% off your order. You're going to go to alouette.com slash runliftmom, and you can find that linked in the show notes. But remember, because this isn't in the show notes, the code RLM is only for people hearing my voice right now. You're going to save 15% off your order using RLM. And yes, this can be stacked with other gift with purchase or BOGO discounts.
my legs are tired. Bring me coffee. You guys, this is just one of the many shirts that I love from Sarah Marie Design Studio. They have running inspired gear, gifts, coffee mug, jewelry, you name it, they've got it. It's awesome. And if you use Run Lift Mom at checkout, you will save 10%. Go to sarahmariedesignstudio.com and enter in Run Lift Mom at checkout for 10% off.